What's up, everybody? James Reese, Cerebral Fit Podcast here. Hope everyone's having a great day. I know I am. As of this recording, I am here at Premier West in Lubbock, Texas. Yes, I am at my newest gym home. I'm in between sessions right now, so I figured that this would be the most opportune time to sit down on the lovely couch here and record a podcast episode. Yes, yes. Got to make the best out of your time. And that's kind of what I want to talk about today is the, is preparation. You know, it is very, you know, when it comes to preparing for things, there's a lot of people out there. Well, there's a lot of people on both sides of the coin, whether you're a prepared person or you're an unprepared person. And for me personally, when, you know, before I go to the gym, you know, I tend to make sure that I have everything I need in my gym bag or ready to go. It just it saves time, and time, as I've referred to it, to my to who a lot of people actually is a commodity. You know, it's it's a true commodity in that if you have enough of it, it you can do wonders with it. If you don't have enough of it, it's like ah, I don't, I need more time, right? Exactly, it's like money. And so, you know, for instance, this week has been very good for me in terms of like uh, getting new clients, obviously, because you know you want more clients, more clients more revenue, yada, yada, yada. So for instance, this week, you know, my, it feels like for the next foreseeable future, my days are going to start earlier now. So I used to come and get started for the most part between 8.30 and 9. However, now with a new client, I'm now having to wake up earlier to get to my gym here at Premier West at 8 o'clock. So, you know, I've been adjusting for the past few days. Uh, admittingly, I've, I've, I pushed the snooze button one too many times this morning because I wanted to get some extra sleep. Um, you know, the previous night before, you know, I'm out training a few friends of mine till about 11 o'clock, a little after. So I'm not exactly in the most, I'm not getting to bed at the time that I feel I want to or need to. So with that being said, I, I made sure that my gym bag was already packed and ready to go and in the car so I don't have to go lug everything in there you know go back and forth from the cross track especially in these west texas winter mornings because it can be a bit cold outside especially when your work uniform is shorts and a you know hoodie doesn't really protect you from that wind chill that especially if you're from west texas can be quite sharp so you know for instance you know going back to the preparation thing in that gym bag of yours, you know, with me, because I take it, I I take two things into consideration. What I'm going to be training with today and what my clients are going to be training with today. So so I'm looking at what I got in my bag. I got my clubs. I got my kettlebell. I uh, got got my wraps. I got my grip bars. I got my bands and a few other things. Now, considering that it's my leg day, I won't be needing a good half of that stuff. However, for my clients, I bring that here with them. So, you know, it's, it, it's, it's key to be mindful of what you want in that bag. And I know in my case, it's good to kind of have everything set, uh, set in order. Because it just, you know, you save time. And in some cases, money. <laughs> uh, another thing that I totally do is... I have my pre, if you take pre-workout, I know right now there's, you know, you're going to be the, I don't take pre-workout or I love pre-workout. I fall under the, I love pre-workout thing. 
I remember years ago discovering it and it just really changed and added to the intensity of how I worked out. Uh, even before pre-workout, I would do a lot of Red Bull. So, you know, you can fall under whatever spectrum you want. I fall under the pre-workout spectrum and to make things easier to save save time i get it ready in the evening before and i can't confirm this or not but putting it in the refrigerator i feel and letting it sit overnight i feel that it has more of a potent effect in my opinion i you know on par with when you know i have it right then and there um it could be just in my head that it feels that way but if anybody else out there can attest or share a story i would be more than willing to listen to that so but nonetheless, you know, having everything kind of ready to get to go is something that you should, as a skill that you should sharpen as you develop, especially right now, it being uh, as of today, today is January 31st. It's, you know, January 2019 has come and gone. It was a quick one, but we're still very much in the thick of things in 2019. So there's still plenty of time out there to establish a more than decent gym, gym routine. And so, you know, having that gym bag ready to go, you know, it, I feel that when you know in the back of your head, you have it ready to go, that you're, it makes it, in a way, it's almost like a sign of motivation. I got the gym bag ready. There's no excuses. You know, I don't have to get up. And I mean, I know for me, myself, at times I've gotten so prepared that I would have my pre-workout next to my bed, along with my gym bag and my clothes ready you know, especially on Mondays, that's when I do it. I just, cause it, I look at that as a sign of, okay, I know what, what tomorrow is. Cause I do actually have a Monday gym t-shirt. And so when I see that t-shirt, it's like, okay, you know, it reminds me. And I honestly, I haven't, I don't these days have that problem going to the gym. Um, of course when I was younger and this wasn't my career, I'd have those days, but, uh, you know, at this current change of pace, don't really have that problem however that's just me as for the rest of you who are developing a gym routine you want to make it a habit and use time management to the best of its ability and so it, it is a skill i'm not saying and you know no one's born with time management you know you gotta you gotta sharpen that skill so it's definitely from this uh fitness expert if you will something i will preach and continue to share with my clients and all of you you know make sure you got your stuff together have a gym bag and uh, hmm, what else do I want to touch upon? Because this isn't going to be one of those long-winded episodes. But um, advanced gym etiquette 101. In the Cerebral Fit blog, I one of the last postings I did was that you know I was seeing an individual essentially just be very careless with his training, and I've seen him several times go at it in the gym, do his little routine. It's very well, as you could tell from my hesitance and just kind of being a bit coy about it, I'm not going to put him on blast, but in my opinion, it's very reckless. And that's one of the things that if you're out there and about at your gym, wherever you're out training at, you want to be mindful of your surroundings. This particular individual is not mindful of his sur- surroundings. He's very much... I don't want to use the term in the moment, but he's just doing a lot of things that are honestly going to get himself hurt and they're going to get others hurt. And so this would be the point where some of you may say, well, James, maybe you should tell somebody something. Maybe you should tell something. You're, you're a trainer for Christ's sakes. Yes, I am a trainer and maybe I will. However, 
as I mentioned in the blog post, that's not my gym. It's not my turf. You know, it's my gym as a consumer, as a customer. But when it boils down to it, I can't really pull that trainer card out there and say, hey, you know, like use it like some sort of badge. Like, you don't need to be doing that. And you have to let people discover on their own what they're doing wrong sometimes. Now, if it's my client, by all means, that is my job to let them know that your form's off or whatever. But in this guy's case, he wants to go around jumping through tires and failing at it, at it while, we're, we're, while we're at it and doing all, a lot of what I feel is nonsense. Then by all means, you do all that nonsense, but you're going to learn the hard way. You're going to learn the hard way by getting hurt or getting someone else hurt. And the someone else part, I'm going to leave that up to Crunch Fitness in terms of their, their employees, their management to assess the situation when it does come. But, you know, you got to, you have to be mindful of that situation. So whenever you're working out, you know, and, and with your trainer or by yourself, be aware of what you're doing. And, you know, also keep an eye out. It's kind of, it's just, it's like defensive driving. Just keep it out on the, your surroundings. Watch your angles, watch who's around you. You know, I do that all the time, especially when I, I mean, I'm a guy who trains with a steel mace and steel clubs and kettlebell. So whenever I am training and using that, I create essentially in my head a bubble around myself as, as, as to keep aware of like who's around me. Because if I nail you with that steel mace, it's 10 pounds. You're not going to like it. You probably will get knocked the hell out. So I'm careful about, A, well, A, not knocking myself out, but B, making sure that no one around me to protect them as well. Because like this said individual that I am focusing on, and I'm not going to mention, I don't even know his name, but, you know, I have to be careful. I have, I'm looking out for him too, because he's acting a fool. And when he's doing, he does a lot of just very, very awful training and who knows i might actually tell this dude approach him hey man you know i see what you're doing it's cool you're breaking a sweat you're in here great but if i what if i were to give you some suggestions or what if sometimes the, the two words what if can actually lead into a good conversation but um you know like the other day i kind of tested him out i was like all right i'm gonna get next to this dude and i'm gonna start working out i'm gonna have him work around me i'm gonna see how disciplined he is and surprisingly he 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 was mindful of what he was doing around me he saw what i was doing he actually tried mimicking what i was doing with my mace he got a little uh pvc pipe and started yeah yeah you know kind of doing some stuff which at that point i was in my head i'm thinking please don't ask me about my mace please don't ask me about this mace because it's a mace and a lot of people want to touch it and grab it and be like hey and and this dude is so goofy that he would probably try and do some stuff that he doesn't need to be doing and that's one thing about being a trainer especially with using those devices it's like i'm very careful with who i work out um who i who i give that to because you not everyone can swing that mace i don't care how strong you are or you know how strong you think you are it's a different movement so you you want to be you know you want to be mindful of that but the problem is, is that when other people approach you and think they see what you, oh, that, you make it look easy. Yes, I make it look easy because I've been doing it and I'm still continuing to master it. And so 
you know, luckily for him, he didn't ask about it. Luckily for me, too, because I didn't want to be disturbed. Because, you know, you're poking the bear if you're interrupting my workout. Wink, wink. So, nonetheless, you know, it worked out where he didn't bother me. Anything to that nature. I didn't bother him. He stayed out of my way. I stayed out of his. And, you know, and I remember in driver's ed, they, they, they taught us. It's like, imagine when you're in your vehicle, you have this, like, bubble around you. That's how far you want to keep from other cars. I kind of apply that same practice when I'm in the gym. You want to have this like barrier around you in your head that keeps you away from you know other people so they can have their space and you can have your space. Cuz gym etiquette once again and we've had an episode like this before is very very underutilized. You know, aside from the basics that I mentioned before like wiping your machine off, kind of pr- practicing proper hygiene in this episode of you know and what i'm trying to preach in this one is be mindful of what you're doing with your exercises but also with those around you because that's the last thing that you need to do is really hurt someone because remember you are working with 10 pound weights 20 pound weights 30 pound weights you don't want to smash your training partner you don't want to smash some stranger in the face or on the foot because you know gym injuries we got youtube we got instagram those gym fells you don't want to be that person that's on gym fell same thing for me too you know and i've had them as well i'm not gonna lie you know i've, I've had mistakes where i got a little overzealous uh what comes to mind is about oof going on almost 10 years ago when i was bench pressing and i put too many 45s on there I uh, just wanted to see. I was kind of feeling froggy that day. So I did it. Got one rep in and I couldn't. It was coming back down. That bar was coming back down. But in one of the truest moments of strength and adrenaline, my adrenaline kicked into the point where I was able to push it back up and literally throw it over my head. Thank God, because there's no telling what could have happened. And while we're on that, that subject, you know, it just once again, proper gym etiquette, but also proper gym safety. Don't, if you're going to be lifting some heavy weight like that, especially on a bench press or a squat, use a spotter. Use a spotter. In my experience as a, as a professional now, as of late, especially on that squat rack, do not, you got to start, you got to start light. I cannot preach that enough. Start light and go from there. Work on your form. Lightweight good form and then you're going to progress from there because your body's going to get in sync and in tune with what you're doing and then you gradually add on the weight um you know i see a lot of teenagers out there and as a former teenage teenager myself you know you you just you fit you're feeling froggy you're feeling cocky and you want to try and, and and you see this guy over here or this girl you know they're lifting that way you think i can do that yes that's great that you think you can do that but before but there is thinking and knowing you can do that. If you don't know that you can lift that weight, start off slow. Lightweight, proper form, and go from there. Everything else follows. Because, I mean, like this one kid from the falls comes to mind, and, you know, he hurt himself a few times because he just was, he was just reckless. And last time I saw him, you know, and, and we actually did talk to him, hey, man, you got to use a belt, use this, and, of course, you know, when you when you try to pass on knowledge, in a, you know, to a teenager, especially in this day and age, it just goes right through. Them. So but hey, you know, I'm not I'm not immune to that, too. I did a lot of that crap, too. But 
just got to be careful in that gym, you know, especially with my clients, you know, where I'm at right now here at Premier, you know, it's a very quiet place. It's very, it's very homey. So it allows me, you know, to, to really direct my communication and my cues to my clients without any, you know, unnecessary disruptions, whether it be, you know, loud music playing overhead or, you know, the, the hottie over there or whatever, you know, there's a lot of things that distract us. So where I'm at right now, the distractions are limited, which is good. So, but nonetheless, you know, as I sit here, I stand here, I'm walking, I'm walking inside this gym. And one of the views that I like about this gym it's over here, kind of on, not necessarily on the outskirts of Lubbock, but it's a kind of, it's on the edge of Lubbock, you know. And I'm watching these geese in the field across from me. And there's about three different packs of them, or flocks. There you go, flocks. And I've come to enjoy watching them just kind of come into this field and just kind of feed themselves. And, you know, they dig, they dig into the ground, try to find whatever night crawlers there or whatever they're eating. But that's kind of peaceful for me. I like ducks, I like geese, you know. And when you're in the gym, and I think this will probably be the last thing I touch upon for today, concentrate on something. You know, it, it's it's like I told one of my clients this morning. It's like, you know, it's it's a mental game more than anything else. Coming into the gym is a mental game. Staying in the gym is a mental game. Getting through it is a mental game. And you want to focus on something. On something or many things. I focus on a lot of different things. There's a lot of motivating factors, you know, aside from what, you know, initially goes on in your head. Because when you're in the gym, you know, there's going to be some stuff that comes to mind when those endorphins flood your head and your body. There's going to be a lot of stuff that comes to mind that thinks, oh, okay, I want to address this, you know, that, that's going to push you even harder. So, you know, think about that. Think about all the stuff that you, that, that motivates you, you know, outside the gym, and then even that you can apply in the gym. You know, whether it be family, money, whatever, well-being, which you know, for me personally, you know, it's it's the mental well-being that I focus on a lot, and then everything else just kind of snowballs into that. It just everything else gets affected by my physical well-being, you know, my my just overall like stress levels. It goes down. I figure out my problems. I find solutions, all that. So think about that. Have a motivating factor. What motivates you? What keeps you motivated? You know, call that a little homework question. So, well, I have a client coming here in about thirty minutes. So I'm gonna get ten to. I got two of them actually. Getting busier and busier, folks. I cannot attest how good that feeling is of being good busy, and it is getting good busy. So. Got to keep the office hours going and got one client in here in a bit, about 15 minutes. So I'll wrap this up. Um, once again, thanks for everyone to listening to the past few episodes. It's been a been a heck of a ride. I know on the blog I haven't been writing as much, but just based off what I just said about being busier, that's why. I still will write on the blog two or three times a week every day. Um, we'll try to get back to that. It just depends on what's going on with me at the time on my schedule, you know, the way that I like to write is the grad student in me, you know, I like to be precise and like, I want to, I want to have a message or, you know, for each one. And some days I don't. So, you know, call it, call it writer's block or 
you know, it's not laziness. I, I do, I do like to write on there, but just bear with me on that. It's, you know, if it's an everyday thing, it, some weeks it will be every day. Some weeks it won't maybe two times a week, maybe one time a week, but I do appreciate those who do read the blog. It's, um, just another addition to what I do here at Cerebral Fit in terms of my personal training and the podcasting as well. Um, shout out to family and friends for listening and all you other people that I don't know. Appreciate the, appreciate the consistent listening. You know, this is a, a grassroots growing podcast. I don't know how long I'm going to do this. I was actually talking to an individual the other day. Uh, he did a podcast around here in Lubbock and it was based around finances and whatnot. He did it for about two, three years and he seemed to have enjoyed it. But, you know, I don't know how long this is going to last. I really don't. Um, it's got to be as I in this new life I have that I'm making for myself, you know, a lot of the decisions I do and make, you know, it has to, um, I'm reaching for the high, you know, not the lowest hanging fruit, if that makes any sense to y'all about when I, what I, what, why I do this, you know, there's always a met, there's a method to my madness there's a method to your madness. And so every decision that I, that I make is towards the end game. It's very calculated. And if it's, you know, if it's if I'm doing something, it's it's for a reason. It's very much for a reason. So, oof, I think I got lost in that. <laughs> but um, yes. So in conclusion, oh god, ooh, now I feel like I got student again. Uh, just keep us, you know, work on a strategy, work on a gym strategy, you know, to to keep your time management working for you and not against you. Uh, be mindful of those that you are working out with and working out around. Don't hurt anybody. And last but not least, find what motivates you. So, all right. Oh, before I go, I gotta be another. Gotta do another cheap plug here. But the Ramblings of Madman podcast will be going live here in the next few days. It is the last week of professional football, so of course the big game is coming up. Uh, you got St. Louis and you got St. Louis. Wow, that tells you how. <laughs> you got the Rams. <laughs> Don't hate me on me. I still call the, the Chargers the San Diego Chargers because, I mean, Jesus. I mean, they just need to go back to San Diego. Let's just be real. Nonetheless, though, um, our first episode will be dropping here this coming Monday. We're, we, we will be discussing the, the Patriots and Rams Super Bowl matchup in the game. We'll dive into a little into MMA. Uh, T-Spain's got a lot of good ideas going on right now. Uh, so do I. And I can't, honestly, I can't wait. We both can't wait for this to, to get started. You know, it's um, it's very fun. It's very different talking on this podcast you know, when it's just you for the most part. And then when you switch over to the other one and it's, you've got that banter and you're, you will see a side of me that a lot of people, um, only a lot of people in the know, you know, who hang out with me, you know, they've seen that side. They can see how passionate I can get about sports and just overall, um, just debating, you know? So, but nonetheless, folks, this is the Cerebral Fit Podcast. Uh, appreciate all the love out there. Go ahead and rate me out on iTunes and Google Play and Spotify and whatever the podcast platform you choose to listen to this podcast on. That'd be great. Five star, four star, three star, two star, one star, whatever you, whatever floats your boat. You know, you got to take the good with the bad and the bad with the good. So everyone have a great day. I will catch you all here down the road. Adios.